This is the Iconic Wealth Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, empowering visionary female entrepreneurs from around the globe to develop their business and wealth strategies so they grow their income, make more impact and influence others along the way. Let's build your legacy and make a difference today. Welcome back to Iconic Wealth for Women. So I want to talk to you today around why chasing passive income might be sending you broke. I was reading an article recently around four where they shared a great um, concept around why passive income is dangerous to your business. Um, it's definitely the in thing at the moment. It's definitely everything that I hear people chasing is they want passive income. Um, they think that courses and things like that are going to solve their business problem. So um, let me just share you a couple of things that Forbes talked about when they said that creating passive was dangerous. So firstly, is it's really hard to then stay ahead of your competition passively. So um, if you just create something and you put it out to the marketplace, we all know that eventually someone's going to cotton onto that idea. They're going to um, replicate it in some way, add their own spin to it and make it better and make it improved in the information and online space. So, for example, they used an example of a dog owner who wished to help um, dogs lose weight naturally. Um, sooner or later, word's going to get out. It's going to be really exciting and someone else is going to make and create a better product or service based off the back of that. So it's very hard hard to stay ahead of your competitors if you're just passive and you've just chucked out their product it's never going to sell um um long term unless you keep ahead of the game or maybe you keep updating it or you maybe keep it unique so that was one of the big reasons they said it was dangerous to just chase passive the second one is you can't maintain a loyal tribe of customers. So, um, you know, as soon as customers realize that you don't care about them, basically they talk about the fact that they're just going to switch off. Eventually they'll go somewhere where someone does care about them. Um, so, again, if you want to build longevity in your business, really you're building a customer base, you're building that following. Um, so you need to be active in relation to your business growth. Secondly, it's very, very hard to develop your team around that. Again, um, you know, if you're building a large business or you're wanting to scale, you've got to be able to attract in talent. Um, and, you know, no disrespect, but a talent don't necessarily want to work with you if you're just all about passive, not wanting to be involved in your business, don't really care about it. You're just churning out stuff for the sake of churning out things. And the last thing that they talk about is it's very hard to have meaning behind a passive business. So um, they actually shared um, some interviews they did with some of these young kids coming through who are making loads of passive income and they're doing it fast. But of course, they're then quite lost. They don't quite know what to do with themselves because we all know as entrepreneurs that money only gets you so far. Yes, we all want to replace our income. Yes, we want to create the lifestyle that we want. But really, to build a long-term sustainability sustainable business you need to have passion you need to have motivation you need to get up and work with people that excite you you need to be doing the things that you love whether it's doing things like this podcast or running events or you know getting involved in your business so really how do you get excited by something that's just a product that's out there that's selling yes it's great yes passive is good don't get me wrong and we want to um, build some of that but I talk about 
building things that give you leverage rather than passive. Because um, I don't really think anything is truly passive. And I'll talk about more about that why shortly. But really, you want something that's going to create that passion for you. It's going to help you get motivated. You know, you want to be helping people. You want to be building a community. You want to drive the change, the transformation that you want to see in the world. Um, so let's talk about leverage instead of talking about passive. Um, and why doesn't passive always work either? So I see this a lot when I'm talking to kind of new coaches, service-based entrepreneurs, and they're chasing um, this passive dream. Let me talk about a few things that don't work. The first is to understand that passive income is largely a myth. Um, you know, you are creating something, but what you're really doing is creating an asset. Because the simple thing is, if creating passive income was easy, everyone would be doing it. No one would be working. We'd all just be sitting there creating passive income. It's like building property. You know, property can build you passive income, but again, there's still work to be involved. You need to set the property up. You need to know what type of property to buy. Then you need to fill it with tenants. So there is still always an active role in any of that passive income. But what you really want to be doing is, like you said, is creating assets that work for you. So the thing about building passive income is you still need to do the work. So most successful passive income-based type businesses work because they've spent hours building a strong brand. Um, you know, people need to know you. They need to understand what you do, what problem you solve for them, what products you have available. So you need to build a strong brand. Second one you normally need is some sort of solid network. You know, you've got to establish your connections. Um, think about your collaborative partners. If you want to create passive income, one of the best ways to do that with a course online or a program is to then bring in affiliate partners that can sell your product or program on your behalf. That's how you can create some passive income. They can do the selling for you. Um, you know, you leveraging someone else's audience and marketplace. Um, you also need to have efficient systems. So the one thing, again, around passive is you need to be systemized. You need to have processes. You need to be able to have repeatable systems in your business that gives you ideally some sort of edge over your competitors. So how do you get that competitor edge? The other reason is also you want to have high quality products or services. So your products have got to stand out. Um, you know, I think we've definitely gone through that information age of um, cheap courses that don't get people results, that only give away part of the information. People are sick of buying things that just don't ever really tell the whole story. So, you know, how can you create high quality products and services that actually get your clients the transformation that they truly desire? So, yes, information has its benefits. It does educate your clients. Um, but again, it's about then taking them forward through on that process. So guess what? It's going to take you some time to do that. You know, it could be weeks. It could be months, depending on your own speed. But building um, your brand, building your list, building your community is the thing that's going to create you passive income. Um, and so it's not so passive after all afterwards. Um, and I love it. Pat Flynn talked about this. And I saw this on an article recently that, um, you know, Pat called it. It's all about doing the hard work now and then sitting back and reaping the rewards. So if you think about a podcast, a podcast is like that. You know, you're building the asset now. You're hoping that people will listen to it over again as you your profile builds, more people will see your content, that's more likely to bring you in leads. It's more likely to generate you revenue down the track, but you're doing the work now to create that, what I call a bit of a snowball effect later on down the track. And the problem I find with passive most of the time is people go broke chasing it. 
Now, what do I mean by that? Well, um, I was talking to a girl not long ago who created her first course, um, and she, I said to her, I said, what did you charge out at? It was 297, I think it was. I said, brilliant, how many did you sell? Oh, she was so excited. She got her first 15 sales or whatever it was, and I was like, great. Um, and I worked it out, and, you know, she made about two and a half grand. I was like, great. So now you've got to deliver that over eight weeks. It was an eight-week course. And I said, so basically you're saying for two months' work, that's two and a half thousand. And that worked out to be something like five quid an hour for the amount of work that she was doing. Um, whereas I can work with one client at seven and a half thousand and um, I don't need to put in that amount of hours. So again, really, really think about why are you chasing passive income, what it's going to do for you? Because most of the time people fail and go broke chasing it because they don't have a big enough audience yet. You know, it takes a lot of audience to convert into membership subscriptions, your passive type products. Um, you know, you need to be list building all the time. You need to be community building. And then what happens is when you're chasing passive income to get started is most people don't have the marketing budget to get started. So you've got to have the marketing budget to then create the leads to create the passive income, if that makes sense. So, and obviously quite a lot of the time you need thousands of clients to do that. So, um, which takes a lot of profile building. So it could be you need to get on bigger stages. It might be you need to get in front of other people's audiences. Um, obviously you need to be spending money on a re regular basis or doing a lot of organic traffic to build that profile. So as we've shown above, when we're about it passive isn't really that passive after all so what I want you to start to think about is what is passive to you is it, uh, it and turn it into more about leverage I want you to think about how are you leveraging your time how can you build things like assets so whether that's books whether it is courses whether it is content how can you start to build assets that then help you grow over time yes you have to put the work in um, and again if you're creating a new program or you want to create a product or service ideally get in involved more at the beginning because if you get more involved at the beginning give up more of your time your clients are going to get better results they're going to then start shouting about you they're going to start talking about you more they're going to start referring people to your program and what that does is means that you'll start to get a sales process happening without you so yes you can do the work once yes you can get paid over and over again but remember I don't don't necessarily just chase passive. I want you to start to think about leverage, leveraging your time, leveraging your team, leveraging some support. How are you leveraging things to grow your business? So um, it could be that actually to grow faster, you need a slightly higher ticket program. You need less people, but you need it in a group format. So you're not doing it one-on-one, -on -one, you're doing it in a small group format. So think about implementation, accountability, community. How can you be building those in your business to allow some leverage of your own time? So this is going to let you grow your income. It's going to take less clients, um, but it means that you're also not setting yourself up to fail. And one of the things I do want you to think about is remember it takes the same amount of energy to sell a $550 product as it does to sell a $1,000 product or even a $2,000 product. It takes the same amount of energy, time and commitment to get that. So maybe you might want to go slightly higher, get them over the line, 
give you the income to grow your business. And I do remember back in my real estate days when I used to run a really successful real estate office in London. And we used to talk about this, that, you know, we'd get a million dollar property on or we'd get a $200,000 property on. And when we used to do it, we used to find that actually selling the million dollar property was easier. And why is that? Well, the buyers were more committed. They were more decisive. They made act, they made decisions and took action faster. Um, you know, they knew what they wanted. They didn't have any hesitation spending the money when they found the one that they wanted. So actually, quite often, it was the million dollar property that went through quicker and faster than the hundred or two hundred thousand dollar property. And that's because at the two hundred thousand dollar property, you were dealing with first time buyers. They were nervous. It was the first time they'd ever had a mortgage. It was a scary thing for them to go into debt, into buying a property. Um, you know, they wanted it to be their be all and end all properties. And, you know, it took a lot more nerves and a lot more nurturing to get that person through and over the line than it does the million dollar one. And quite often you don't get that buyer's remorse either, where when they do put in an offer and get something agreed or they buy your product or service, they don't then panic about it going, have I done the right thing? They don't question themselves as much. So we always found actually quite often selling a higher ticket program, you're dealing with a different level of buyer. They're more committed. They tend to get faster. They tend to not um, need so much nurturing or, I guess, reassurance that they've done the right thing. They know they're doing the right thing to build their business or grow their life or change their circumstances, whatever it is. So I really want you to think about just basically this episode is all about getting you thinking about, am I chasing passive income and is it sending me broke? So what can you do as an alternative so that you can grow your business faster with less clients, with more income, then add the passive income in, add the systems and processes in, grow your profile, grow your community. So hopefully that's been a powerful episode for you today to start to think about what is holding you back in relation to growing a business if that is what you're doing right now on your wealth journey. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Iconic Wealth for Women podcast with me, Kylie Anderson, available on Amazon Music, Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast listening providers. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review. And don't forget to grab any downloads below.